Welcome to the new segment of the Unyielded, Thriving No Matter What podcast, Rise and Thrive. I'm your host, Bobby Kaler. I wanted to create a super short segment that would be fuel for you so that you can make the absolute most out of this week that you've been given. Let's dive in to today's episode. You've probably heard this saying a million times, never quit or never give up. I know that I have, and I've probably said it a million times, and it's something that I believe in, like with all of my heart. It's something I've been praised for, for most of my life. And some people describe me as relentlessly persistent. And I suppose there's some truth to that. I take some pride in that. I would agree with it. But as much as I believe in the never quit or never give up philosophy, It is only a half-truth, and consequently, when it is applied in the wrong way, it can lead us into trouble. What do I mean by that? When we say never quit, what's the rest of that sentence? Never quit on what? On our goal or on continuing to learn? Because I'm 100% in on never quitting on one of these, and it's the continuing to learn. Let me explain the distinction. When I'm coaching people, I often hear them say, I never quit. Now, on the surface, that sounds like a great thing. We all know that persistence is a good thing. But what I sometimes see in coaching is that they are persistently pursuing a goal that they no longer care about for any number of reasons. But because they have set that goal, they have to achieve it. Why? Something that my coach said to me years ago, and it was so helpful, is this. There is a difference between letting go and giving up. Really think about that for a minute. Giving up is, I quit, or I can't. Letting go is, I choose not to. (laughs) Why did she drop this pearl of wisdom on me? Because I was relentlessly pursuing something that all of the data indicated was a dead end. In that case, it was a relationship with someone who was close to me that had turned sour very sour, but I was determined that I could salvage it. And after years and years of trying, Maria, my coach said to me, why are you still trying? You've tried everything known to mankind. Don't you think that if something was going to work, it would have worked by now? I replied, yes, but but I don't quit. And that's when she presented the distinction above, that there is a difference between quitting and letting go. It was very powerful for me. There's a great book called Destructive Goal Pursuit, and the author dives deep into how we sometimes overcommit to our goals and how that can have destructive outcomes. He uses the 1996 Mount Everest disaster where eight members of the same expedition died. They got caught in a blizzard while trying to descend from the summit, which is when most fatalities happen. Now, another great book on this is Into Thin Air. I read those books for a grad school project that I worked on that contrasted successful and unsuccessful teams. One of the things that stood out to me is that two of the climbers who died were very, very experienced climbers, and they had summited Mount Everest many times. On this particular mission, they had a goal of getting their clients, who had paid more than $50,000 to the top. More than the money, though, 
These two climbers cared about the folks they were helping, and they didn't want to turn back just shy of the summit. Even when the people monitoring things back at the base camp were pleading with them via radio communication to turn back, they kept telling them, uh, the, the folks at base camp kept telling them, you don't have time, that the blizzard is moving in. But each of them responded with something along the lines of, I can't fail them. I can't give up now. Now, this is a, it's a very extreme example of not paying attention to the data, you know, that is telling us that the goal should be either abandoned or reset or reframed. I had this experience back in uh, 2005. By that point, I was two years into my health crisis. And even though I was sick as I was, I continued to push on with my business, even though that meant that I would write my columns and my articles while I was in bed. I would write my speeches in bed. On days that I was booked to speak, I would spend the entire day in bed, other than the time of the actual event. And since I was too weak to drive, Rick would drive me. I would sit in the car for as long as possible because I didn't have enough energy to talk with people beforehand and deliver my speech. Now, an amazing thing would happen when I stepped onto the stage. I was so in the zone and I loved it so much that I would have the energy to deliver. I was, however, aware of the river of sweat that was running down my body because the effort to stand and talk and move around was so great and so taxing on my body. It was like I was running, I don't know, a sprint or a marathon. I can't, I can't even begin to count how many shirts and suits I ruined because they were literally soaked and stained with sweat. But I continued to do this because I didn't want to quit. Then in June of 2005, when I had my monthly appointment with my Dr. Barb, something changed. I had had yet another serious relapse followed with pneumonia. And she said to me, you're getting married in about two months, aren't you? And I said, yeah. Then she said, then you have a very simple choice in front of you. Either stop your business or you will not be alive to see your wedding day. When she put it that way, it was a pretty easy choice. And this is where things had to be reframed. Why did I even start my business in the first place? Two reasons, to help people, and to have freedom in my life. Well, guess what? There are a lot of ways to do those two things, neither of which can be done if I'm dead. The point here though, is that if we are so locked into, this is my goal and I have to hit this goal, it can lead us to miss the signs and the data that is telling us that we need to shift. There is nothing wrong with shifting when it's done for the right reasons. Now, quick side note, Shifting becomes an issue when it's done frequently or without the data to back it up, but that's a whole nother topic for another episode. Earlier, I posed the question, what's the rest of the sentence, right? Never quit on what? Will I sometimes quit on a goal? Yeah. If there are enough data points that tell me that it's time to shift, then yes. If my priorities shift and then the goal becomes obsolete or it leads me away from my priorities, then yes, I will quit. I will give up on that goal because I'm going to shift it. But here's what I will never, ever give up on or quit on myself and my ability to learn what I need to learn so that I can grow in the direction that I want to grow in. And that to me is what each of us would be better off committing to a hundred percent committing to in terms of never quitting or never giving up. I even use the word should there. 
even though I have an inherent distaste for that word and for others telling us what we should or shouldn't do. But in this case, I believe so strongly that all of the magical stuff in life happens when we are 100% in on ourselves and on our ability to learn and to grow. Today, I want to leave you with this question. Is there a goal that you have been pursuing, maybe half-heartedly, because you set it and you can't bear the thought of quitting or letting it go? If so, it might be time to really look at it and be honest. Is it still a priority? If so, why? Why does it matter to you? If not, why not? Here is one thing to consider in your analysis of your goal. If the only reason or the main reason that you want to dump the goal is because it it evokes some sort of fear in you, then that is not enough to cause you to give up on it. In fact, 99% of the time, that is the reason to go for it. Just like if the only reason or the main reason that you want to continue is simply because I don't quit, that alone is not enough to continue. We need more data on either one of those. So really put analysis on this. Okay, so that wraps up this episode. Thanks again for listening, for tuning in, for subscribing. I greatly appreciate all of you. If you're getting any value from these episodes, if you could do me a favor and share it with a friend, a colleague, a family member, someone that you think would benefit from hearing this message, I would so appreciate that. It helps us way more than you possibly know. And remember, no matter what happens this week, make sure that you rise and thrive.